house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun, and it's been a ruin of many a poor boy. And God, I know I've won. And welcome to the show. Little different episode this week. We're not talking any sports. Well, probably not any sports. Maybe we'll get into some sports at some point, but who knows? We're going to be talking conspiracies. Entire pod dedicated to conspiracies, fellas. We got Zach Briel. We got Benjamin Boone. I should say Zach Schefter, Zach Ramblin' Ricky, whatever you want to call him. But we got the two boys. I would say kind of our two conspiracy guys, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, good hands tonight. Yeah, I I completely agree. Uh, Two conspiracy guys. That's all we're talking about. Zach, let's start with you. Um, Where where should we start? Where should we begin this night of conspiracies? Great question. Um, No bad uh, starting point. I I know we were talking a little bit before about Jeffrey Epstein, and he's always the he he could get the ball rolling. I think. Yep. Hot and heavy for us. Um, I think that's probably the most relevant and and well known one in recent time. Okay. I like it. I like it. I'll set the story just for, I mean, I think everyone's probably heard of Jeffrey Epstein, but in case you haven't, um, American financier or something like that. I think his title was people didn't really know how he made his money. It's kind of a, a conspiracy in itself, how he became so rich or allegedly so rich. Maybe he did have a lot of money. Obviously he had a, an Island, um, somewhere down. I, I think it was somewhere near the Bahamas or something like that. It was just off of a, another country. It was a small little private island that he owned. I have to, I, I don't have the name of it right here or where exactly. Epstein Island. Say it again. Epstein Island. Is Epstein just what Island. He, he literally had his own island. That's literally what it's called. What it's called. Okay, <laughs> there we go. I knew he owned it. I didn't, I guess I didn't remember that his, it was named after him. That sounds about right. Um, but yeah, he was convicted or not convicted, but he was going to be tried for sexual assault and, uh, sex trafficking uh, of minors and a whole nother, a whole other list of charges as well, but kind of revolving around a, a child sex trafficking ring that was incorporated with many powerful people. At least that's what they thought before he was killed. And he was going to um, expose some names allegedly in his um, court date. He never got to see that court date. He never actually got to court. He was killed or he, he hung himself is what the court's, are saying, um, and that's kind of where the conspiracy comes in. Did he kill himself or was he killed? Obviously, there's some crazy things that went on the night he was killed. He was on suicide watch before that where he was monitored 24-7, and then he got released from suicide watch back into what they call the SHU, the Standard Housing Unit, I believe that stands for, um, where the inmates were supposed to be two inmates to a, to a cell, his inmate was transferred the day he was killed to a different cell. A new inmate was never transferred in that night, and he was escorted back to his cell, or he, he was maybe eating or something, escorted back to his cell. He was supposed to be checked on every 30 minutes by a live person, as well as 24-7 security surveillance. The cameras at the time of his death were uh, malfunctioning, they say, and the two prison guards did not actually check on him at 10 o'clock at night, the night he was killed, when he was supposed to be checked on, and he winds up dead. And this is what we're left with, fellas. So, uh, Zach, what do you think happened that night? 
this. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this one over to Boone actually. Boone, Boone you you oh, tell us what happened. Throw it over okay. to me. Boone, what happened? Throw it over to Boone. <laughs> so, I mean, my swing obviously on it is. As Beal alluded to a couple times, he goes, he didn't say, oh, Epstein died. He said Epstein was killed. So a <laughs> <laughs> little bit of bias there. Yeah, but I guess. I love it. I'm, I'm with Beal there. But there was something, and it was, they said the way he fell, like your neck, if you were like hanging yourself, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have snapped that way. They right. said you would have had to been like forced down or, and, I mean, I'm no science guy, no doctor. Who am I? <laughs> who am I to say? But I follow the facts, and facts don't care about your feelings. So, well said. Yeah. yeah. No. The thing that I go ahead, Zach. I was just saying the thing that I couldn't get behind is that I don't know. I I personally, and I wanted to get it to Boone's for a second because you saw the documentary, Boone. I did not. This is based off of very little evidence. I think that he's still alive somewhere. I think they maybe used a different body or something. I think he had so much money. He had so many connections. I think that he's still somewhere out there. Well, um, to go off that, though, if he was still out there, because when they – you saw the documentary? I did not. No, I did oh, not Oh, so they said they raided his, like, $75 million condo in New York. Like, Holy shit. Like, insane condo. They said they found – passports with different names they said they found like birth certificate like they found the whole nine oh right? my gosh i think if he was planning on escaping he would have done it before i mean he had enough money and fucking power to true to get in that position right so i think he did pass away did he kill himself maybe just because he was in such a terrible position but I think he knew he had the money to maybe get his way out of it. Uh-huh. But he knew enough about other people where he could be like, hey, I'm going to let you know about X, Y, and Z. So is that what the big thing was? Is that he, there were a lot of other people tied to this that he could have brought well, down? His, That's why his, he got yeah. what's killed. It, it's or his wife or it's his girlfriend who just got caught hiding out in like Connecticut or Rhode Island. Oh, and really? supposedly she has a list of like, a hundred people. No, I mean, they shit. have like, they have like flight, flight logs of, yeah. of every, you name it. They were on his, in, on his flight log. Yeah. Whether they're involved or not, who, I mean, who knows, but it, they, to that, to they, that island, they know right? every, yeah. 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 Oh no, so that's so bad. Basically the conspiracy on that is that, um, he was going, Jeffrey was going to release all those names and tell, everybody who was there, what happened, what went on. And he was killed before he was able to do that is what the conspiracy theorists will say is why he was killed or silenced maybe. And he, he wasn't killed who knows, but I I think he was probably killed. I mean, I think it would be really hard for, uh, maybe not, but I, I still think it would be hard to, in that high profile of a case where all these people are trying to get him to court alive, let him testify I think it would be hard for them to cover that up so well in, in this, for sure. you know, in this time at this day and age when there's, everyone has a phone, everyone has a camera and it would be so hard. I think to, for them to fake that death and to find somebody who looked close enough to Epstein and to do all these things to, to fake the death. But yeah. I, I, I'm not putting it past him. Obviously he had a lot of money and influence. He had some 
incredibly illegal things for a very, very long time. And a lot of people knew about, it and he still got away with it for a long time. And he never did face his sentencing or his time in court, whether that was because he was killed, because the powerful people, maybe even more powerful than he was, knew that he was going to release those names. And they said, Hey, we can't let this happen. We can't let this happen. We can't let him out us. We have to kill him before he does that. And that's also a realistic possibility as well. Uh, Boone, you brought this up before, but in the coroner's examination of Jeffrey Epstein, one of the coroners noted that the way in which his neck was broken was not consistent and almost impossible for anyone who had hung him or herself ever. I mean, there was almost never the way that the bone in his neck was broken would be almost impossible for somebody killing themselves to break that bone. I mean, he would have had to have so much force on his neck that it almost wasn't possible. And with the bed sheets that he was given, which were by some people called paper thin and not capable of supporting a body, uh, especially in the manner that he was hanging to kill him, you know? So it's, it's very weird. There's certainly some weird things that when you look at the bones that were broken in his neck, you hear these people report about it that, they never see suicides, and well, they do see suicides, but they never see suicides with these particular bones broken in this particular manner because these bones are hard to break, and, and that particular way that his bone was broken was not consistent with almost any other suicide that they've ever seen. So there's certainly some weird things that went on there. I absolutely agree now that that he was definitely murdered by somebody. <laughs> we agree. We're going to go one by one and say he, yes. did not, he did not take his life. He did not. There's no way. Yeah, I agree. There's no chance, dude. That's yeah. unbelievable. That I would love to get my hands on that list of people who are on there. Yeah. Well, Man, no, it's you, like, it, I'm pretty it's public sure knowledge. It's public knowledge. Well, some of the flight some, logs, yeah. To some degree. Yeah. Okay. There's so, flight logs. Just like, because but when, they can't prove anything yeah. past that. You know who shows up the, on there a lot? Clinton, Bush. President Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's so screwed up, man. Bush Trump's is on. on there, too. So let's go both ways. Let's not Trump's on favorites. there? Yeah, yeah Trump will Trump's think, been on there. Yeah. I don't... There was something weird that, like, Trump didn't fly on the plane with him there. He didn't spend a night there. There's something different about him versus Bush, Clinton. And, no, but and they say... Somebody said who came out against Epstein said... Uh, Clinton never acted in like a pedophile bullshit. Type bullshit. Way. Bullshit. There is a, you've yeah. seen the documentary and there's the bot, there's the guy, yeah. not the bodyguard, but the, just the worker who worked at Epstein Island who said he saw Clinton there numerous times with like girls who were well underage. And yeah, obviously he didn't see everything that was going on inside the houses and whatnot, but he was well, there outside of the what's pool. On the surface. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he said he, he saw Clinton with his arms around these girls and, you know, getting all cozy with them and whatever. And there's, there is absolutely no way Clinton's Disgusting. got his hands clean of this. I mean, that is a dirty, dirty political right. family. And not to say well, that's that. What, yeah. That's what money does. It buys you, I guess, freedom. And that's a, to whoever point was saying earlier, you know, Epstein had X amount of money, whoever had this amount of money got him got him killed was the one who got him because they knew yes. hey if if he's a rat i'm fucked i'm you know they're he's taking me out to save right. his name so it's like who was that next person above epstein who had right you know maybe worse history than him right. i wonder if it we'll was never we'll never know 
could have been Clinton's. I, I, I need to see that documentary, even though could be. Kind of yeah. sickening. Yeah, hell yeah. All that yeah. Stuff, but it's no, just, it's terrible. But yeah. it's a great documentary. It's yeah. like the whole thing about serial killers. It's like it's disgusting, but you can't look away. It's just like it's so fascinating. Yeah. Um. But that's that's a different degree. I I I'd even put serial killers as ah. Okay, let me step back. We don't need to rank them. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's messed it's up. Terrible. Power ranking. Who are the worst people? Yeah. Don't. Who are the worst? Uh, what the what the documentary does good a good job of is just outlining the vast number uh, of people that Epstein and and Jelaine or Jelaine is that how you pronounce it? Jelaine, Jelaine, yeah, Jelaine. That sounds right. Jelaine Maxwell and and Epstein. Then the the vast number of young women that they actually harassed and, and exploited is insane. I mean, it's it's hundreds if not thousands of, of yeah. young girls in the Palm beach area where they started in Florida and it was a nightmare and it went on for a long time and the police didn't really do anything about it for a long time. And the documentary does a good job of just showing that negligence and showing that if you have money, you can do whatever you want. At least that's how it was. I think the world is changing with all the rise of technology and everything and, Everyone basically has a camera on them at all times now, but it's it does a good job of showing that and and showing how powerful some of these people are and what they can get away with because it's well. And I was scary. just going off that the one thing that sticks out from that documentary is they would show these. This was in Florida. They would show like these kind of not rundown homes, but like obviously nothing to like even poverty level type stuff, right? And these girls would be like, hey, you know, $200 to come, you know, massage Mr. Epstein. And they're like, you know, 200 bucks is more than, yeah. you know, my parents might make in a week or whatever, you know, whatever. So they were all for it. And it's just, it was a dirty, just, disgusting oh, trap to man. get these. And, and, the, and as Beal pointed out, the worst part was his co-op, you know, Galeen, Galeen, however you say it, Maxwell was in on it just as bad as he was. And it's just like, oh, it's yeah. terrible. The, I mean, those two, and I'm so happy she got caught. And I just pray that she sees her day in court just to let just, the real names come out. of. Because yeah, there's so many more behind just those two. That, Do you I think mean, it's but, like – politicians or athletes all these everyone. guys or i think it's everyone really everyone i think it's if you're rich and famous oh my gosh you're in on it somewhat to a degree do, do you guys predict or do you predict maybe then that similar outcome is going to happen to her as what happened at epstein that she may be not wait not that's what i'm saying court. i hope she's protected yeah better i haven't yeah, I haven't looked into the protection that, that she's be. under right now. I'll do a quick little research on that as I'm talking here. But I, I, I think you're exactly right, Boone. And I, it's hard to predict, Zach, because I, I guess we've never really seen anything like this. Or maybe there has been. But I, we in our lifetime, we've never seen anything like this, a massive yeah. sex <laughs> trafficking operation undercover and it's kind of blown up, you know, and blown up in their face. And now the people that are in charge of it are getting slowly killed off. It's like a movie. I mean, it's absolutely That's, insane. It literally what's going feels on. like a movie. Yeah. So how did you, how did he get his money in the first place? What, how did that even happen? He was that a whole other story. No, he was a financial guy. I think it was 
some, I mean, obviously had to do a bunch with stocks, but I think some real estate, yeah, are you looking it up? I'm looking up Jeff Lane right now, but I can okay. look up how Jeff. <laughs> I'll look up how Jeff got his money. So Epstein's Epstein's net worth, July 2019. I don't know if that's a sort of subject. That's when he passed. I don't know, but <laughs> it was 559 million. Oh my! How do you, how does one get that I mean, much money? That's what I'm saying. When he that's got crazy. when his place got raided in New York, his condo was 70. I think it was a 75 million dollar condo. I know oh, there's that's some the one thing. I know oh, there's some sketchy uh, past about how he got his money, and it's kind of. I don't think it's like he did this, and that's how he got so rich. I think it's like he did a lot of different things, and people really don't know where his money came from. At least that's what I remember from that documentary. It, it's it was kind of a mystery. I know he managed a big foundation. Um, yeah, that's what let's I'm see saying. if I can find it here. Um, let's see, 1995, Epstein was a director of the Wexner Foundation and the Wexner Heritage Foundation. He was the president of Wexner's property, which developed part of the town of New Albany outside Columbus, Ohio, where Wexner lived. Epstein made millions in fees by managing, by managing Wexner's financial affairs. Um, I fear once you make it, like once you make a couple mil, you have you're just increasing more money to, you know, like be... Like not reckless, but like a little bit more looser. looser yeah, like here's kind of interesting. A little bit here. more like liberal to just go out and risk it on shit, which I'm sure he made. Clearly, he made bank on. Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, that's. In, here we go. In 1996, Epstein changed the name of his firm to the Financial Trust Company, and for tax advantages, based it on the island of St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands by relocating. There we go. To the U.S. Virgin Islands, Epstein was able to reduce federal income taxes by ninety percent. Oh my goodness! No. So way. he put all his money over there. Yep. The U.S. Virgin Islands acted Jeez. as an offshore tax genius. haven, while at the Why same don't more time people do that? offering right. advantage of being inside of the United States banking system. Yeah. So he could just. Why don't more people what do that? Is that genius? That's unbelievable. Well, is that legal, or is that is the like a loophole that he went through? Oh, I'm sure it's a loophole. Oh yeah, it sounds like a loophole for sure. Um, between 2002 and 2005, Epstein invested 80, 80 million in the DB Special Opportunities Hedge Fund. In November 2016, Epstein, while under federal investigation for sex, for sex crimes, attempted to redeem his investment after he was informed of accounting irregularities. So there was some Jeez. fraud going on, too, in this, it looks right, like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of shady how he made his money. And I would imagine that at least some of the money or at least once he already got rich he was able to vastly compound his money once he was able to exactly. uh kind of compromise some of these elites in our in our world the politicians the actors powerful figures with a lot of money that he and maybe with the help of many others his wife and maybe even more people we don't know about who are higher up in the food chain than he was but they were able to corrupt these high you know very powerful politicians, musicians, actors, all these things, and then they can control. They can control the the culture. They can control the news. They can control politicians, what they're doing, and all because they have this leverage on them that, hey, you had sex with a minor. We can destroy you. We can end your life. Mm -hmm. We know it. We have the records of it. You did that. We were there for it. We facilitated it, and we can kill you because of it, essentially yeah. kill you because of this. So we have your, we have mm -hmm. your neck right in our hands. Now you have to do what we want. 
And maybe that's how all the money was compounded on, on, on top of some money that he already had. But real, take that one. That that, it's, it's, (laughs) it's a terrible subject that it's just like, to me, it's, it's so scary to think what these powerful, rich, no matter who you are, you know, male, female, you know, shit in the business. Like, that, like there's always shit going on. Money is just, it's, it can get you anything, dude. It can literally get you evil. anything. And it's, to me, it's just like, oh my God, there's, just follow the law. Dude, and, and I know. Bottom think, line. Like you have so much money. Just follow the law and you're never, you're never going to have to blink a day in your life. You're, exactly, you're fine. Dude, he's going to do, like, if he would have, because I don't know. I should probably watch that documentary. That's that's it's intriguing. It's disgusting, but it's intriguing. Yeah, that's uh, your weekend. I, that's your weekend. That's my, that's my project now. report yeah. back on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Episode. yeah, yeah. I uh, I just feel like these people. It's like gambling. It's like when you're like going in for it, and you're like, oh, I just I got this. I won this amount of money. Let's get a little more. And I, I had to stop gambling because of that that same idea there, <laughs> and losing too much. So maybe maybe these guys just got a taste of what you know. What is it? Because at the end of the day, like. you, you know when you're gambling, it's legal. You know what and I mean? That's true. Like, and that's true. Like, you know what's right and what's wrong. And these guys mm. know what's wrong. But are Absolutely. they are they so naive to be like, hey, I'm so goddamn powerful, I'm not going to get in trouble? Prob- Dude, like, probably. I wonder, I wonder if that's the yeah. case. And I know, I mean, I know with the Clintons, I, I, yeah. you know. He, he literally yeah. he was bigger than the president. I I can't even imagine. They should have their own conspiracy documentary like the Epstein's do. There, that's that's yeah. pretty crazy. They probably um, killed the filmmakers trying to make that. Documentary. Right, yeah. <laughs> They're gonna kill all of us now. Yeah. yeah oh next. shit! Oh, uh, delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bye. I'm I'm off the Zoom. Yeah, yeah dude. Power. The power. Like I can't imagine what that. Would yeah. Be. But I don't think we're ever gonna be in a position to do that. To have yeah. To face that. But, well, I mean, the I don't, don't want to be. <laughs> I don't either, man. I don't at all. Yeah, it, it seemed like Epstein, at least in the documentary, was like you said, kind of blind to it. Not that he—it was almost like he had no conscience at all. Like there was just no—he he would find these girls in in bad situations, whether they were living near Palm Beach or in the area, but there was really rich parts of Palm Beach where. It's the ultra rich. It's the super, you know, it's the elites of our society. And then you have these little pockets of, of not poverty, but lower income housing that are not right near that area. And it's a lot of people that work for those super rich people. And he would prey on those, on those children that were in those lower income homes who he could take advantage of because they wanted to work for him. They wanted to make the 50 bucks an hour or whatever he was offering for a massage you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's like he had no conscience and, and it's like he didn't, and he didn't. And they make it pretty clear in the, in the documentary that he didn't think he was ever going to get caught. He thought he was above the law. And that's just the way it's been for so long that guys like him think like that. And that's just normal to them. And it's baffling to see from our perspective and from, from well, the rest of the world. How long was he actually above the law though? Like you gotta imagine the cops down there, knew some shit was going on, right? Yeah. And he was just like, fuck, like, I'll pay you. Like, I'll get my way out with my 
half a billion dollars, whatever, wasn't even reported. Who knows how much money this guy even had? True, that's a good point. And how long did it go on where people knew, but he was like, hey, you know, I'll pay you off, whatever, whatever. Right. And eventually he somehow got caught. I guess. Not somehow, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like eventually well, got caught. It caught up to him. Yeah. It's almost surprising that he was able to pull it off for that long and for that number yeah, of years. Right. So they started in the early yeah. ni- or maybe it was the late nineties, but Jeez, he, he wasn't man. really under federal investigation. I think until two thousand six, and still then it took another like ten years to actually arrest him and, and convict him and get him in prison. I guess it was even more than ten years, more like fifteen years. Right. But it's it's amazing that it went on for that long, considering the number of people he actually sexually harassed and insulted and tried to traffic and all the, and did traffic many of these people. And that the fact that he was able to keep it going for so long is insane. I mean, we're talking about decades, decades of this, that he was able to keep this all under wraps. And a story like this today doesn't make it a week, you know, let, let alone <laughs> years that he went for decades, which is nuts. That's the crazy, crazy thing about it is that with the our age of technology here, and, and I didn't realize that he got his first like run in with the law was still in six. You said, well, that's when they started investigating him, but I don't think they ever actually materialized anything until at least the 2010s, and then it was still. I mean, he wasn't actually arrested at until 2019, right? Him. I think 20, yeah. like 2019, when he got arrested and then killed, was that that was the first time he was in prison, to my knowledge. Killed, unbelievable. Or that's yeah, killed. killed himself. <laughs> killed, yeah, yeah, that's it. Wasn't even died. It was just killed. He was, he killed. Just killed. He was murdered. <laughs> Murder yeah. in cold blood. Never again. Oh, it's hard to say never again, but like you said, with the age of technology we live in, I, I'm surprised it got that far in. But yeah. to say that, like, I don't know how available phones, cell phones were, video cameras were in the 90s. And But you would have thought that something would have come up before then. Like, that's just, that's unbelievable. That means there must have been, like you said, Boone, there must have been, you know, his net worth was 500 million. It, it could have been double that. And for all he right. reported. Yeah. Well, so who knows what was on Epstein Island? Like how much exactly. over yeah. there and shit I just hidden overseas. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. And how many people are tied up in that? The police at the local level, all the way up. Like this, it, it could be the messiest thing in the human history I've ever yeah. seen. Probably is, uh, but we'll it, never know. Yeah, and that, well, maybe that not. is frustrating. Maybe maybe Ghislaine will spill all the beans for us. Ghislaine, hopefully. Uh, if she fucking survives. She's still yeah. alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Prayers up for her to serve her sentence. And Oh, man. But they're they're saying that like if she comes forward with all the names, she'll pretty much get off like scotch free. Really? Which maybe, I mean, if they're take bigger it. players. Like like if, if I've been watching Narcos a lot, so this is going to be kind of biased. But like... Yeah. If you're willing to give up Pablo Escobar, like you're gonna, they're gonna let you go. Yeah, they're just yeah, gonna let so fucking run along. Hey, if she gives yeah, us Pablo or the equivalent of Pablo in in the sex trafficking ring, we'll take it. We'll take uh, it. That would be un. That's the next big news story, dude. We'll it, take it. I mean, there's yeah. be other ones, but can you imagine who's gonna? I, I can't. We probably can't even say names because that probably would be right to guess. Who, who the next guy? Bill, is. Bill Gates. Bill, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bill Gates is behind it all. That's my theory. I'm sticking with it. And we can no. take is canceled. <laughs> that, no, that's I, a hotter take than me saying Ben Simmons is going to win MVP in the next five years. Come on. No, I, I have Come no, on. I have no evidence. There's no, uh, maybe there is. I have no evidence. I'm just, I just threw out a name there. Bill Gates. He's tied. Mm-hmm. Tied to many other. Oh, you're not part of the FBI, Bill. 
Yeah, not, yet. No... not yet. Damn, I thought you were. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I thought this was just your side gig. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> someday, maybe, folks. Someday. Um, we could do it. That would be kind of a fun. It would. It would be wrong, but it would be fun to do a prediction of who's the next guy to go under in the Epstein ordeal. Yeah. It would be okay. kind of funny, but that would just be kind of a wrong thing. To do. That's where I say, see ya boys. And yeah. you guys are <laughs> I'm hands off. I don't want to die. I don't yeah. want to call out names or nothing. <laughs> right. We'll just, we'll, we'll keep this to ourselves, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, anything else Epstein related before we move on to the next conspiracy? A lot of them that was too. a good one. I'm, I think it was too. Was, we, went, we went 28. Awesome. Well, I don't know exactly when we started, but we're at the 28 minute mark far. on the pod right yeah. now, and we've only oh, talked yeah. about was, one of the really into that we want to get to. But super interesting, and I think this has been fun so far. We'll see what the reaction is like from the audience, but it, it would be fun to continue these uh, conspiracy theory podcasts. Obviously, we're a sports podcast, but it's fun to kind of dabble in some other things sometimes. So. Let, let, exactly. Let's continue on. Let's go on to JFK. Is that okay for you, fellas? That's perfect. Yep, let's do it. I love it. All right, JFK. Here we go. Boone, you got some information on this? I have a little oh. bit to talk on. Obviously, two-shooter theory is yeah. a big one that people talk about. Umbrella Man is another one we were talking about before we got on the air. Um, I can't. Who's the shooter's name? Uh, Lee, Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald, thank you. Oswald. It was 63. I was thinking it was 64. So it was, it was late 63. He was in Dallas, right? Yep. yep. Dallas. And one of the things I remember, I've watched YouTube videos, documentaries. They say, they were like, no, 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 let's put like something over you. And he's like, no, I want to ride like uh, convertible, not convertible style, but like, you know what I mean? Like without yeah. the motorcade. Yep. And so he's riding there and it's it's crazy because you see it. You guys have seen the video where he's driving and then he gets hit and he like grabs him and Jackie's like, whoa, whoa, like what the hell? And then he gets hit again from the back of the head and she starts grabbing like his brain and shit. Oh, and I like, didn't see that. It's like, oh my God. But my biggest conspiracy is, I don't know if it's my biggest. I have a couple on this one and I think, Bill, you do too. But there's a guy you can see in the video who, so it's a, it's a, I'm pretty sure it's a summer day. He's in a full suit and he has an umbrella mm-hmm. and it's really? supposedly a no cloud day. And they say this guy's like a time traveler. So they call him the umbrella man. No, shit. I guess my other conspiracy is, I guess I have two. I'll, I'll let you take the other one. Cause I know you want to talk about that one, but I also think it was the guy in front of him who shot him in the neck. And then maybe there was another shooter who shot him in the head. But I think it was his own men who killed him. Maybe. Yeah. Like his own secret service. Yeah. I mean, there's some crazy things about that. I, I think the mob could have been tied into that as well because I know he was going after the mobs a lot. Uh, JFK being he. Um, but there's a ton of super interesting. The Umbrella Man one is interesting as well. I've never uh, heard that. That's all. That's a, yeah. So, so people who haven't heard that, it, it, basically what happened is before the motorcade comes around, this guy pops open an umbrella and he wasn't using it beforehand. It's right before the motorcade comes up. He pops up an umbrella. He starts kind of, he waves it like east to west in like a weird kind of like almost like he's sending some sort of message to somebody or there's some sort of plan in place or Super weird. It was, I think it was the Zapruder film uh, shows it pretty well. I, I was reading at least, and, and 
the guy's name who was holding that umbrella was Louis Stephen Witt, and he claimed to be protesting the uh, the Kennedy family for appeasing Adolf Hitler in the 40s or something like that before yeah. World War II is what he claimed to be protesting. Um, but it, it was super weird, the fact that he had an umbrella. It was a sunny day, and just the way that he was kind of waving it, there's been a lot of rumors and conspiracies about if he was involved at all. I, I didn't, I wasn't super familiar with this one. Boone brought it up to me tonight. We talked about it a little bit. I, I read, I read a little bit about it. Um, but the second shooter is something that's very interesting to me as well, but just because the, the sheer number of shots that were fired from uh, Lee Harvey's position would have been very difficult for one shooter to get off that many rounds in that short of a time with the single shot gun he was using. It would have taken somebody who was not only an insanely good shot, but also insanely quick and reloading the gun and all that kind of stuff and firing the actual weapon. It would have taken a master marksman to be able to make those well, shots. Just, just going off that, don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. I remember they brought in one of the best snipers in, you know, U S military. Yeah. And he tried to, cause I think one shot missed and then two shots hit. And he tried to fire off three shots, and I think it was like four or five seconds. And he was just like, "It can't be done by yeah, one person." Really? He was like, "It was oh, like man. this had to be multiple people," which is where I agree with Beal, where I think it was the mob because the mob was going after JFK's brother, so JFK was then going after the mob, and the mob oh, ultimately wow. took out JFK, which is where I agree with Beal. Because then at the end there, too, that guy named Jack Ruby or whatever killed Lee Harvey Oswald probably. To because he was going to say something. Say, like, hey, you know, what the hell? I don't, you know, yeah. I, don't, I'm I'm I think it's entirely then, possible that, I, and I think this is what happened, is Harvey was definitely one of the people shooting, but he was the, the scapegoat. I mean, he was the crazy guy who had been with fringe groups. He had been investigated by the CIA, or at least they were watching him at one point in time. And there was some weird connections there with, with him, and it kind of looked like, at least to me, that he was the perfect scapegoat. They could say, okay, he acted alone. This was all him. Where there might have been a shooter in the grassy knoll or whatever they say. And it will, it could have been all planned. This is how we get rid of JFK. He's coming after secret societies. He's coming after the mob. He warned American the American public about secret societies. He's going to un- uncover all of us. He's going to expose all of us. we got to get rid of him. Same as Jeffrey Epstein. And I think that's entirely possible. Yeah, I think so too. I think it, one of those things too, where <clears throat> if the if that had been, and it, it probably won't, that won't ever happen again. Obviously, for a number of reasons. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, if that happened in today's day and age, with those same situations, like I said, there's never going to be a motorcade where his head's showing. Um, but someone would have caught it on video or something, and that's what so makes it so frustrating, is that no one saw like. Yeah. obviously they caught Lee Harvey Oswald for a reason. I don't know why they caught him. How, how did they catch him? I read a book on the whole thing. It was a Stephen King book. So I don't really know how much was true, how much was not true, but yep. uh, was fabricated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I can't really remember how much of that was, but just think about how, how different that could have been if there was just a couple of eyewitnesses that maybe recorded something or had something it could have been, you know, could have been solved and we would have known, but now we'll never know. I one think thing, this one is how much we'll never know. amped up secret services now for exactly. presidents were truly would have eyes on every single building in 
what a quarter mile at yeah. least and yeah. probably more i don't even know how much a sniper shoots but you would have eyes everywhere yeah like, yeah we went to it's crazy we went to in trump he had a, a rally that came kind of in wisconsin here we went out there and there were helicopters flying over the bluffs miles away oh, checking sure. out surroundings and stuff there was just the the motorcade itself was crazy like it's it's unbelievable what they do and it probably all started Started probably right after that. Right, because of JFK. Because of that, because of JFK, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man, just imagine how different that would have been if it was if there was video camera at all. And I don't know how soon after well, there, video I mean, the, came out. But yeah, there was obviously some to record some footage, the record incident, that. but yeah, like oh a public, like I got some guy in the crowd have like it's crazy. Yeah, so, and people's yeah. people's whole life devote to breaking down the film. It does. It, it where really it's does. Like we watch it. Three minute video on YouTube, and we have our whole speculation. Yeah. Now, we, now we make a show on it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> vastly, we're vastly uh, underinformed here, but we're, we're yeah. rolling with it. We're yeah. rolling with it. There's so many probably Make nuances <laughs> of each of these debates that we're just completely not even mentioning and just completely blowing off. Book. But yeah, the the JFK thing is it is insane, and in the investigations that followed it the senate investigations or i think it was the warren commission was one of them too um those are conspiracies in themselves of of the people investigating these these incidents and how they went about it and what their conclusions were because it was pretty much that nothing bad happened that harvey oswald acted alone and there was no conspiracy and he had no help and on and on and on about it just makes it seem like it's that much bigger of a secret because these commissions are going in to investigate and they're finding that, oh yeah, the guy acted alone. There's nothing to be suspicious about. Blow it on the rug. Everybody forget about it. That's what it seems like they're saying. Um, and obviously that was like 50 years ago now, so it's it's a little different. But there there is some weird things that went on there. We may never know what happened on that day in in Dallas, but it certainly makes for a good podcast, Phils. It really does. Yeah, and does. And I, right. I love the amount of, you know, well, you guys seem pretty well informed about it. I'm pretty surprised um, just on that. Cause I, I'm speaking out of my ass here. Like I said, I wrote, I read a Stephen King novel and that prepared me for this yeah. one. Um, love it. And I think that's what makes it so interesting. I think is that people have their own sides and that's what makes it a conspiracy obviously is that no one actually truly knows what happens. Um, but then again, too, if we get later on another podcast and some of these conspiracies, people are just damn stupid too. And be like, yeah. hey man, that guy did that guy did die or something like mm-hmm. that, something along those lines. But uh, I digress. I can't remember where I was going with that one. Yeah. All right. Next conspiracy, one we haven't mentioned or I haven't mentioned to you guys before in, in in the pre-show. Do we want to talk aliens? Let's talk aliens. Absolutely talk aliens for sure. I love it. I've seen a UFO, dude. I'm We're sure. storming. Are you really? We're storming. For sure. Area storming, 51. baby. Storming. Storming, <laughs> storming area 5 1. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, Okay, well, let's start with this. Commander David Fravor, as many of you probably Joe Rogan fans out there have heard him on the show, he, he's a commanding officer in the Navy, I want to say. I might be wrong about his actual branch, but Commander David Fravor is his name. He, as well as many other pilots in the Navy, have reported these tic-tac-like looking objects. There's a video now that the uh, Department of Homeland Security, I want to say, released, or maybe a different government agency released, um, but he, he's in the plane, he's talking to his buddies on the, on the radio, on the intercom, and they get their tracking device from their plane to lock onto one of these tic-tac looking devices. And they witness it drop from 
60,000 feet in the air to just a few feet above sea level in just a matter of seconds. And there's video, uh, not of that, but there's video of them following the object in the air and just watching it move and, and having no heat signal moving way faster than any technology we know or we have um, or that we know that any of our rivals have, like China or Russia or any other countries. But the it, this is insane, I, I think, and it's crazy when you see the actual videos of their, and it's thermal, so it's black and white basically, and it's not like a very clear picture, but you see this object moving and just the laws of physics that we know and the you know the sources of power that we know nothing can even do anything close to this turning 360 degrees without having any sort of exhaust coming out of their plane no heat signal nothing there there is absolutely no we have no idea how its repulsion system works other than we think it's an anti-gravity repulsion system which we have not even close to the technology. And if you've listened to other of Rogan's podcasts or other the alien conspiracy theorists, um, like who, who was the guy who worked in there, Bob Lazar. And he's kind of a nut job a little bit, it seems <laughs> like. But if you listen to that full three-hour interview with Bob Lazar and the Rogan podcast, it would be hard to imagine him making all of that up when you listen to the emotion in his voice and you listen to him talk about these events and how it essentially, what he says, ruined his life. I mean, the media attention, everyone calling him crazy. Some people not calling him crazy. There, there was a Las Vegas, Nevada news reporter who he worked closely with to kind of uncover some of this. And it, it was never in Bob Lazar's intention to become a famous person or to become this famous whistleblower of a, of a government project going on in Area 51 where he was allegedly researching and, and doing work on these alien spacecrafts that the government had found or had somehow you know, come in contact with and actually possessed these alien spacecrafts that they were researching and trying to figure out how they worked and trying to back engineer them to figure out how they could make similar repulsion systems that were anti-gravity machines. And it would be hard to imagine that Lazar not only one made all of that up, especially when you look at the, the efforts that the CIA went to cover him up and to kind of blacklist him from the CIA and to say, Oh, you never went to school there. Oh, you never worked here. And when people went and researched this, they found, Oh yeah, we, he did work here. Even though you scrubbed all the records, you forgot to scrub his name from the employee sign-in list, and that's where he was. And that's where they found him, on an employee sign-in <laughs> list at the crazy, office. When they scrubbed his name from all these CIA documents. But you forgot one place, CIA, and that's where they found him. And that's where they found records of Lazar actually working wow. at this Area 51. And it was actually not Area 51. It was a similar type of place. It was right around there. I can't remember the actual name of it, but... It, it, it's crazy when you see the efforts the government goes through to kind of cover some of this stuff up, and it makes you think that there might be stuff out there. Well, hey, just going off that, I remember reading about something, and, you know, whether we swing one side or the other, who cares? But President Obama, in in his term, I think it was his first term, he had so-called jokingly, you know, said something about Area 51, but just the fact that he even like referenced it showed that he kind of acknowledged it where the fact that, you know, it 
Area 51 obviously exists, and he's, you know, there where he, he realizes it. Obviously, he realizes it, but he'll he'll say something, and it makes us think, hey, you know, what the hell do you guys know that, that you're hiding? Like, what does the government know that, that the average, you know, Joe Schmo, you're, you, us three don't know? That's, I, I always thought it was a little suspect that he said that. 100% dude I remember that because then after I remember when Trump became president he was like super super like gung-ho about releasing those documents of what happened um I don't remember I, maybe he did dude I don't I don't remember documents coming out did they at all um about, about what happened area 51 I dude there I has not been much they there was some stuff well they, like they did crazy. say they did say within the Trump presidency and I don't know if this was a, in effect or because of Trump or just he happened yeah. to be there at the same time, but they did say the, uh, I think it was the CIA that they have objects that are, they don't know where they came from. They, oh. they have technology and they have pieces of equipment. They're not giving us pictures or videos or anything like that, but they say they have stuff that they don't know where it came from. They, we don't have the technology for it. We don't know any other country that has a technology for it. We don't know how it works and we don't know where it came from. What was Area 51 originally built for? To like test nuclear. I think type it was shit? a nuclear. Oh, I think oh, it was a right cold. Ahead. I think it was a Cold War type type thing. That's what I thought. Too. <clears throat> That's what I would guess at least. That's Maybe I'm was... thinking of Roswell. Have you guys heard of Roswell? The Roswell. Roswell, Papers. New Mexico. The Roswell Papers. Maybe that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. I don't. I don't know anything about that other mm. than the two party bros when they were on Jesse Waters saying, <laughs> "Say release the, the walls." The <laughs> they're like, "Release the walls, the Roswell Papers." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know anything about it besides the two party bros talking about it. Are that's, the party bros not the ones who say the birds are fake? Are those the same guys? I don't, I don't think those are the same guys. Uh, party bros would be like, guys. would be saying like, "The birds are awesome, man. The birds are really chill." <laughs> that's more party bro style, but I don't, I don't um, recall that's a from the party bros conspiracy in themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's fake. I, they the thing that I was thinking about too. Let me let me do some research on that before I just start saying just BS stuff. Well, so tell us what can, what are the Roswell papers? So that's that's what I'm trying. So it was in the 1940s, I believe, that there was a UFO sighting around Roswell, New Mexico, and. That is what Trump was going to release because oh. there was a big thing about, and I'm gonna, that's why I'm going to look that up. And there was a big thing. Have you guys ever seen the X Files? I have not. I know what it is, obviously, but I've not seen it. I'll, I'm pulling up the Roswell Papers Wikipedia page right now, so I'll, I'll try to do a little research here too. I'm pulling up birds are fake. Soft and <laughs> research. <laughs> I'll just. All right. Can I? I'll, I'll just read the first few sentences here from the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, the UFO incident in popular lore refers to the rumors and speculations regarding a July 1947 United States Army Air Force balloon crash at a ranch near Roswell, New Mexico. Following local press interest in debris gathered from the crash site and rumors that the debris came from a, quote, flying disc, the U.S. military stated that the crashed object was merely a conventional weather balloon. <laughs> Interested... <laughs> Interest subs uh, subsequently warned, uh, waned until the late 1970s when ufologists began promoting a variety of increasingly elaborate conspiracy theories claiming that one or more alien spacecrafts had landed and the uh, extraterrestrial occupants had recovered 
had been recovered by the military, which then then engaged in a cover-up. Wow. That's insane. Dude, that's... So they, they said that the... Uh, the aliens had government... been... Had, the aliens had been recovered by the military is what this is saying. So they're these saying are that they would, conspiracies, basically. But the, the like, it is true that the Air Force came in and claimed that it was a weather balloon. So right. That's what, right. Of course, they would say that for sure, for sure, dude. That's that's the unbelievable thing, and that's in in the X Files. It's like the coolest dang episodes. It's uh, it's about aliens, and and they come on the baseball players, and it's like in the forties about uh, the Negro League team, the. Um, New Mexico Grays, I think they were called. Maybe I was just for the show, but it's unbelievable. It's so cool, and it just talks a little bit about the conspiracy and stuff. But um, that's my grandma's favorite one, dude. She loves talking alien conspiracies. It's un- unbelievable. We we all pretty sure we saw one up over in in Minnesota here. But um, well, tell tell us about that. Mima with Mima, yeah, dude. It was crazy. It was yeah, Mima. Fourth of July, and I and unfortunately I. I was my part of the story here is that I was in the very back of the car and I caught a fleeting glimpse and I didn't get to see that what my brother, my two brothers and my mom saw. Your brother was up in the front. And he, he heard the full story. Bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was in the very back and my mom and my older brother were in the two front seats and Jared was in the middle. And not to interrupt uh, you, you were locked in the trunk. Right. I was in the trunk. That's right. I, there was no room for me in first in the, right. in the first rows. I didn't even call. Ch- you were just call, in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> call Child Protective Services. Right. <laughs> you guys are mandated reporters on Wake and Take. Um, no, so I we were in the car riding home from fireworks Fourth of July, and it was just this these lights that were flying that were way too low for a plane, um, but it couldn't have been anything else. They were just there were like five lights, just like I think probably like a yellowish yellowish glow and they're just hovering there for a long time and then all of a sudden they just started moving away and they were we were at a stoplight it seemed like for a long time and i'm like we're like you kind of yell on each other and i'm trying to get my seatbelt unbuckled to see it and of course i see it like barely barely see trying it to get out the trunk help me <laughs> call the cops no i i really wish i did but if jared was here to say it, he he would explain what i just told you but he would have actually seen it um but okay. from what i've you- told uh you think yeah. it was drones? It was the time the time frame. We were like, we were probably fourth grade. This uh, was what Minnesota. This was Plymouth. Minnesota, uh, uh, Chanhassen area. Chan, dude. But the craziest thing, and maybe it's just my crazy family. I love them to death. But they can be crazy. <laughs> is my aunt and uncle. My aunt, my uncle has some unbelievable stories that just makes my just make your bones chill. But um, maybe you have to have them on the pot. We could we could he's he's yeah. also my grandma's all they're big conspiracy people too i love it but they're driving to a party we failed tonight school. <laughs> we did we did yeah. uh, we uh they're driving to a party and it is an uh it's called the arcola bridge mm-hmm. goes over lake minnetonka oh yeah and uh they uh saw a ufo over the bridge people at school saw it it might have been even in the local paper i think the teacher saw it and they said cars just stopped and they got out, looked, and it was just something hovering in the sky. It was like dusk time, maybe a little. I think the sky, it was like before dusk, but it was kind of getting darker. And, and then just without a sound, just flew away. Sounds like I'm making up bullshit. 
Dude, that that's be my crazy. No, yeah. So I, yeah. My, I mean, why would somebody make that with, up? Why would somebody? Okay. Make that my up? only thing with that is, don't you? With how powerful the U.S. like Army, Navy, like whatever you name it, as powerful we are, we would shoot those motherfuckers down. That's do so not, true. Do you not think that the U.S. might be the ones putting them out? Yeah, like putting them out there. Oh. Could that be, was my initial like, thought. Yeah. Like, we're the ones launching them? I the, Honestly, I think that's a great perspective because when I first saw a documentary about those Tic Tac flying objects, which they have the videos of and they're on YouTube, go look them up. I think it was 2013 and there might have been one 14, something like that. But there, there's a couple different videos from people who have found them. And my first kind of thought was, oh, that's just the U.S. and they have this technology that they don't want to even tell commanders in the navy or commanders in the air force about because it's so top secret that they're just going to pretend like it's aliens and just kind of say oh it's aliens and everyone's like oh it's aliens and then nothing ever really comes out about it and people forget about it eventually that was my initial thought and, and i i don't disagree with that but if we had that technology i don't know it just it seems like it would be at this point so hard to keep under wraps because there's been yeah. so many different people that have come out with it. And I, I did think that when I first saw this video and it was just one and it wasn't hundreds of different Navy pilots and Air Force pilots saying they have not only seen these in Florida, but they when they went out to the Middle East on their deployment for years, they also saw them there as well. And it wasn't just uh, one person, big, it was multiple is that people. Big part of going in the Middle East is saying, hey, we think it's UFOs when really it's U.S. soldiers. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to have to me now for saying this. Yeah. But yeah. going yeah, over, like sneaking over into the Middle East with these objects that you've never seen before. like Yeah, but what about this? David Fravor and his, you, you can look it up, but they, they said they tracked this object and it was 60,000 feet above sea level. And within three seconds, it was just a few feet above sea level. And at one point they saw something underneath the water that was reflecting. Uh, and it was underneath the water, some sort of submarine type ship, or they didn't really know what it was underneath. And they flew down to it. And when they got down there, it was gone. No idea. They, they I'm the no last idea. one to put anything past our government to, to create and hide from the, you know, normal person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Our technology is just so great that I would just, it could be, it's just something we can't even imagine type of thing. But if they did have that anti-gravity, the repulsion, that technology that, that, that craft was using, you would think that they would let that be commercialized, let that, replace cars let that replace everything else because that would be a completely green energy and what whatever they have that's powering that anti-gravity machine that would be a completely revolutionizing thing for the world that would get rid of cars that would get rid of all these things but why it's such an advantage in war against every other country true make a good point i mean that's if we were the only ones to have it but it, and you just act like you history. don't know it's a thing. Yeah, but it, like, is it you really that outer space type shit? But is it really that believable to to think that we're that far ahead? Like this is like, it, it seems like hundreds of years of technology, maybe even thousands of years yeah. of technology that we're 
that the United States is is really that far ahead of Russia and really that far ahead of China. And, and yeah, our defense spending is astronomically to every other country in the world. I know at one point we spent more, and maybe it still is true under this administration, but at one point we spent more than the next 26 countries combined on, on our defense spending yearly. So you take China, Russia, Germany, all these big military countries, and, and we spend more than all of them combined a year. Like every year we spend Deal. more than all of them. And so I'm, that that's crazy. I'm so happy you brought this point up because would the U.S. do it? Yes, space race, 1960s. <laughs> True. There's your third conspiracy. Yeah, let's get There's into that. Your third conspiracy. <laughs> but as as probably some of you know, and maybe a lot of you know, we lost the space race. We won the the race to the moon. We lost the space race. Right. And it wasn't yeah, particularly yeah. close. The Russians destroyed us. They were the first ones to get into space. I think they were the first ones to orbit Earth. I could be wrong so. about that. Yeah, it was Sputnik, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I thought they were the first ones to orbit. We did get to the moon, and no country has been there since. But, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? No oh, way. I, I don't didn't think, know that I either. think we're, the U.S. is the only country to ever land. To ever land, land and yeah. return? Yeah, I mean, I don't think any other country has tried. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'll, oh, I'll dude, fact check that right the, now. The, but one thing, the one thing I would finish up on that one. Me. That does. Um Let's go, yeah, how, USA. How cool would it be, like, country? Yeah, country would be like, yeah, USA. That's a good point. I never even thought of that, that it could just be U.S. is there are um, there are technology that is, has progressed to that point, and we're using it for, you know, modern, or some modern warfare t- techniques that we're not telling anyone about. Because think about it. What is, What's the other reason that they're hiding, hiding that? Like, think about aliens coming, coming to Earth. What better way to unite the nations of the world than holy shit, there are aliens coming down. Let's, hey, Russia, like, let's stop fucking fighting and let's like figure this one out together. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it hasn't been like that. Well, we'll fight against Mars or that's exactly whatever it's like. We could shit. just, yeah. it, it could solve everything. Yeah. And that's the no, argument no, of, no. Of, of, of a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people, but of a lot so of people. United. <laughs> we need you, North Korea. We need you. <laughs> but a lot of the scientists who are studying <laughs> this and, and, and studying the physics behind a lot of these are, that's kind of their argument is let's stop fighting each other and let's explore what's out there. Let's, let's, let's go to space. Let's go to different galaxies. Let's try to go into space. Let's try to explore our world. Let's not fight against each other. And we have these little divisions on Earth, but really the world is so much bigger and our galaxy is so much bigger. Why are we fighting amongst ourselves? That's the argument of a lot of scientists. I think it's a good point because it, it seems like it seems pretty little in comparison to fighting aliens. <laughs> it does. It truly does. Yeah. And that's it got me thinking here for sure. Scientists must know that there's something worse in North Korea than yeah, at yeah. that point. Like, you're <laughs> like, hey, I'd rather, you know, stop little martian boy up up there <laughs> rather than rocket man it's you gotta know some shit that yeah. exactly that, we, that the normal human doesn't well 100 percent, dude and is, I, w- I just want one of our friends to make that jump to the Connor. next level yeah. you think it's gonna be connor see that's connor. Connor. yeah well, it's you not gotta get him be, on the it's pot. not gonna be it's not gonna be us it's not gonna be us cheers to that fellas yeah. we we gotta get connor on the pod to discuss some conspiracies at some point in time but good yeah. luck asking like a question or two yeah it's, your pod's over yeah this is so this true. is kind of a tangent here onto pyramids but 
the pyramids are crazy and that's oh, yeah, that's kind of dude. another thing that ties into aliens people say the pyramids were built by aliens or they were helped build by aliens which could be true I, i'm not saying it's not true but uh, there's an interesting guy graham hancock who studies the ancient civilizations and he's dedicated his whole life to this meteor comet research group i think they're called and they study the impacts of the comets and how they've impacted our world and what's kind of the aftermath of comets and obviously comets killed the dinosaurs or the comets on top of the aftermath of massive rocks hitting the earth that caused tsunamis and, and ash clouds to go in the air and cover the sun i mean the the dinosaurs were cure, were killed by that in combination with the ice age and other things that happened but he mentions that uh, he thinks 12,800 years ago, between 12,800 years ago and 11,600 years ago, they call it the Younger Dry. So it was the last ice age um, that was caused by comets, which is known, and it's kind of agreed upon in the scientific community. But his belief is that there was an ancient civilization that was far more advanced, not in terms of technology or computers and that kind of stuff, but at least in terms of society, how they lived, how happy people were, things like that. Really? Far more advanced than we had ever even considered i mean at that point in history 10,000 bc we we mean uh common uh, consensus on what the world was like at that time the scientist world the the historian world says it was only hunter gatherer societies of, of small groups of hundreds or maybe tens of hundreds at the most of people you know these are small communities that are moving with the wildlife and had no knowledge of crops agriculture growing being able to live in one place all year round. And that has, from his perspective, been completely blown out of the water when you factor in the the meteors and the massive tsunamis and floods that he says were a, a cataclysmic flood that took over the entire world and wiped out civilizations. And he thinks wiped out the entire civilization, or at least not the entire, but a lot of the civilization that had the knowledge of building great infrastructure like pyramids. And Crazy. so that knowledge was passed on through the remnants of the people that survived that massive flood that wiped out Atlantis and many other great civilizations. What he is saying, many other great civilizations that were massive and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people in certain cities that we had no knowledge of. We didn't think there was ever hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of people living together that had the knowledge of agriculture and all these other things, storing food, preserving food, getting clean water and sanitation into their houses and being able to, to provide for a massive city that had the ability to build great pyramids and, and great structures like the Sphinx or the great pyramids in Egypt or the pyramids in uh, the Mayan ruins and those great civilizations in South America, which now they're discovering in the Amazon that they're using this technology to, to scan the, the, the jungle and find these great civilizations that were never discovered before that the jungle has grown on top of over the last 10,000 years and that has made invisible to us. But underneath this thousands of years of, of growth of trees and plants and all this stuff in the jungle was a, a great civilization that we had no knowledge of until just in the last few years. And this is before Neanderthals? When were Neanderthals? I don't know. I think Neanderthals is pretty early on. I think that's like... They were, yeah, they were like one of the... I think that's like hundreds of thousands of years ago. So they're saying, Beal, that there was a, a civilization that is more advanced than we are even today that got wiped uh, out. Not more advanced, Not maybe not, I, I probably shouldn't have said that, not more advanced than we were today 
in, in terms of computers, technology, that kind of stuff, flying vehicles. But they were more advanced than we had previously thought, I guess. Because think about dude, yeah, there's no way to explain the pyramid. By the way. Okay, it's yeah. So, so wow. after that, but they think that there was uh, Graham Hancock and his comet research team thinks that there was. What's the Roman Empire? How that long was ago like was in that? The, the early before beast before Christ, and then after Christ, they were around for like yeah. ten thousand years. But mm. wow, look that up. That was the Roman Empire was the longest standing empire of any, or the longest standing. It but how'd they break but, down? A lot of a lot of different things. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to get into that, but there are a lot of similarities to the U.S. these days. With <laughs> Got the that right. Breakdown of religion and other things that kind of kept that society together for so long. <laughs> and, and common religion, at least, if you look at how the, the well, framers yeah. of the Constitution laid it out, it, it was relied upon faith and religion. So and I those get, two building I blocks. Those two building blocks, faith and religion, were. Look what you've done. We're crucial oh, to, to this down in the Constitution, <laughs> and that's the reason why Rome failed was was that. But, yeah, cr- crazy times, fellas. Try crazy times. Going, bro. <laughs> crazy times. Uh, anything uh, else we want to hit? We're, we're at the hour and four-minute podcast, Mark. I, I'm, I'm fresh. I'm ready to, to keep going. What, what else we need? Yeah, I, li- I like that. Denver. Denver. Oh, yeah, Denver. Denver is – This is this something you need to kind of, like – bring to me because I know I know it's something I've been to Denver I've traveled like you know traveled through Denver and I've always heard the the things about secret tunnels secret all this and yeah you were researching a little bit about it and yeah I guess so you enlightened me more than Denver anything. that's not one of my favorites in terms of actual hard oh, my bad. proof evidence just because there's not it's very conspiracy theorist on that I mean that is Pretty out there. There's not a. I mean, there's some like weird What's murals. The, what's the and, idea behind it? Uh, there's. I mean, the conspiracies behind it was that one. It it costs a ton of money, like way more than any airport should cost to build, and it took a super long time to build. And, and they think it was uh, they uh, they being conspiracy theorists think it was uh, built with either the help of the Illuminati or some people say Nazi secret societies in America that have these secret that tunnels underneath. And there's this base of the Illuminati and uh, tunnels oh, all underneath the Denver airport. And it's kind there's some weird things. drawings and yeah, shit like that. Like some murals. Really the problem weird, is, yeah, murals. The problem is with the Denver airport is, is that the people that run the Denver airport are very aware of these conspiracy theories. And, not only do they not like denounce them, but they kind of like take them on and they kind of play up to them a little bit. And really? like, the CEO okay. of the airport, I didn't even know there was a CEO of airports, but apparently yeah, I was I mean, reading that. Is it a CEO, CEO of a, no, cause you couldn't be a CEO of a company and run an airport. I'll, I'll see, I'll see if I can find the article I was reading, but something to do with somebody important in the yeah. airport. He was basically just kind of egging on conspiracy theorists and being like, "Oh yeah, this is People totally this is totally an Illuminati secret base." Twitting at him, airport. he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." Can you, can you imagine what how fun that would be? Just messing with people, yeah. He's on top of the world. It's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Why wouldn't there be? He's a, he's a, a Kevin. He's a Kevin Daniel. He's just thrown with people. Yeah, so yeah. he likes to have some fun with it. The guy who. They call in this article, this is travelandleisure.com, but it says, we have a CEO, this is a quote from their um, public information officer for DIA, Dallas International, or Denver International Airport, 
told the Denver Post, um, we have a CEO who really embraces the conspiracy theories. He likes to have some fun with it. It's it, pretty cool. But fuck I love him, it. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's I'm, that's one I don't know. know it's about. just like, he's filthy rich. And he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Secret tunnels under there. Fuck it. Now. Yeah. yeah. He's probably Travel not him, Someone may have back in the day, but think about the people that go there just for the see the mural. Like, they're like, I'll stop so, in Denver and see a fucking mural. I don't know. This Why is this is a whole conspiracy that we hadn't brought up before. This is pre podcast. We hadn't talked about it in uh, where the hell did um, oh my god, I'm trying to think of where he died. Who are you thinking of? Hitler, he died, but oh, there yeah. were in a tunnel. There right? were secret, like there a- secret tunnels to. He took a subway and he took a tunnel and they did like radiation over it, but it was like cemented over. And supposedly he took off. It was the secret tunnel that went to like a you know like a private plane type takeoff, and they like found that and they just think really. Dude, that I have, was, that was I the have one I no information about. to back it. It was just uh-huh. a if you go on like YouTube and do like Hitler escape type thing. Yeah, there's it's a, video a documentary. Here. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. That was of another videos. guy that I I thought uh, that I saw there. Like, oh, no, and it's so it's so random. It like, is. It, I just randomly thought of that, and I was like, damn, that was one of the one of the good documentaries I've watched. Because they think he's, they think that well, because a lot of people, a lot of Nazis got found in South America, but they think he went to South America too and got away with it. Um, yeah, it would, you know, that's what a conspiracy is, I guess. Who I mean, knows? Probably, yeah. yeah. It's it's hard to say. He probably died, but you never know. Yeah. We, we have no no way of knowing. Everyone thinks he killed himself, and who knows if he snuck between the tunnel that was paved over and. Exactly. Could there be, you yeah. go? <laughs> because Boom. I remember in the documentary they were saying something like, "Hey, if you see a a plane flying low, don't shoot it down." Whoa! And it was like, "That's Adolf Hitler." That's crazy. Plane, maybe. Yeah. Super. That is everything that's great. That's so interesting about conspiracy theories. Think about the forties, like or forty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Late forties. Forties. Uh, yeah. Late forties. I remember my grandma, my Mima. 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 She uh, she said when she was in. So she's how old your grandma? My grandma right now is she's young for grandma's age. My dad's mom who passed. He, she she was older. My grandma right now is like seventy six. Okay, so mine's eighty five. Okay. So she was like ten years old when Hitler was oh, in wow. his prime type shit. So huh. she always says she was used to she, she was used to um like training for, you know, bombs and shit. Oh shit, yeah. Cool. She was used to yeah. And it's oh. like holy cow, can you Can you imagine, imagine that? Like no. literally under your desk and thinking about how little that would fucking do. But then yeah. too like being trained for that, like, hey, you might get bombed like, during the Cold yeah. War, all that stuff. Like, I can't. That's what she says. But she says she fucking she hated the oh. other countries. Sorry to really? she's, cut you off. Imagine, I found I some imagine. very crazy evidence. You're good. Related to Hitler's death. Hell yeah. 
Okay. Let's go. So while the Soviets were investigating the rumors of Hitler's survival, two fragments of a skull <laughs> were retrieved. Two fragments of a skull were retrieved from a crater where Hitler was buried. The left piece of his bones had a gunshot damage. It was kept in Russian federal archives in Moscow and believed to be Hitler's for decades. In twenty in two thousand nineteen, a bone specialized archaeologist performed DNA and forensic tests on a sample of one of the skull fragments. For an episode of History's uh, Mystery Quest, the sample was found to be that of a woman aged under 40. The I same, was going to say, I don't believe it. The same researchers also DNA tested a piece of cloth from the sofa soaked with Hitler's blood and confirmed that it belonged to a male. This prompted mm. an executive of the Russian State Archive to assert that, quote, no one claimed that that was Hitler's skull. What? I'm with you. I think oh, he escaped. Man. I think he escaped. Think about it. Think about a guy in he ran the country. He ran the he was almost he almost took over the world, dude. He had, he could have escaped. He was he Pablo Escobar, too. but he really was. to a higher degree. Yeah. And this is again because I love fucking narcos. Yeah. So I'm so <laughs> with it. But but that guy it, I mean, you think how much Pablo Escobar, or uh, who is the other guy from Mexico who... Oh, El Chapo? El Chapo. They have all these tunnels, Doug. You don't think Hitler had one, Doug? Come That's on. So you think he was just like, oh, I'm done. I He's have like, no oh, way. man, I have no other Did, way. I was going to say, no I didn't, didn't think this one through. <laughs> they had options. They definitely Dude. did. Oh, this Hitler is crazy. Died. Hitler died like 20 years ago. Okay, here's another thing. <laughs> That's from so to say. Is so fucked up. This, this is... pod's going to get the most like thumbs down. We're canceled. Ever. We're canceled. Yeah, it's going to get taken off, Apple. Uh, here, here's another thing about it. In 2009, Russian general, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this guy's name. We'll call no, him try. Val. I want to hear it. Okay, I want to hear okay, it. Okay, Vasily Kristofafovov. Oh, that was him. That's him. Yeah, uh, yeah, that guy. The <laughs> head guy. of Russian Federal Security Service claimed that KGB agents, under the orders of Soviet Premier Yuri Andimprov, burned Hitler's remains and dumped them into a German river. According to the documents, Kristofov oh, referenced, quote, the remains were burnt on a bonfire outside the town of Schoenbeck, 11 kilometers away from Madreberg, then ground ah, into so ashes, collected and thrown into the river. That's what the Russian what? head, the head of Russian bullshit. Federal Secret Service claims. And that was right after they they claim like from the bunker they took the body, burned it. Yep, I guess that's what he's saying. That was right after they said, "Hey, we surrender." It's yeah. bullshit. They say the the Soviet Union, the KGB, says there's no possible doubt or studies proven that Hitler died in 1945 in Berlin. There's no proof. Bro, I'm with did. you. I'm with dude, you. I, the, like the most powerful man in the – he almost took over the world, dude. You can't tell me he didn't no, have one little tunnel no, built. No, he didn't almost. Dude, this is. So I mean, if the U.S. didn't no. step in. It wasn't the U.S. Good. It wasn't the U.S. Good. was all about it. If, dude, this is so funny. It's like Norm Macdonald, he's a comedian. He's like, like, yeah, North Korea is scary. Russia is scary. He's like, do you know what I'm most scared of? Germany. They almost, they tried to take over the world and almost won. Yeah. <laughs> and they tried to do it twice yeah. within like 30 years. And I was like, holy shit, that's so true. Yeah, yeah United States didn't step in. I, who knows what could happen, dude. They were close, man. Who, who were our allies? We were, what, France or France maybe Italy? No, Italy, Italy was, was on- Mussolini. 
They were on the oh, uh, France and Great Britain, powers. and then, dude, I, France, Gr- Great Britain, dude, we don't know shit about World War Two. I think no. that's it. No. I know, don't know. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. Of, I'll look up who the hey, Allies were. I think it's France. World, I mean, the main World ones are France. Three. We might, we might have a shot, but I mean, the conspiracy theorists, and this is a conspiracy theorist podcast. Say we're in World War Three so right now. The QAnon people say that. That yeah. That there's we are secret, currently there's in a it. secret war, not necessarily World War Three, but there's a secret war going on between China and the U.S. Is what the, the QAnon, and the only reason why I know that is because oh. there's a caddy I work with. There's a big QAnon guy. Money on America, we're <laughs> winning that. We're winning that one easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But your caddy says it's just full of crazy stuff. Yeah, there, there's this caddy who's like a total QAnon guy. He's a wild man. No names mentioned. But yeah, no, no names mentioned. But he is one of my favorite guys to be next to on the list of caddies because that means I get to go sit there with him and just listen to what he has to say. And he has different stuff every time. I mean, you could ask him about anything, and he have a conspiracy. He was oh my god, he was telling me about the clouds the other day. It's <laughs> a Cali guy. Yeah, oh, he's from Minnesota. Yeah. But he was oh, telling me about these really? clouds, these clouds in the air, and he's like, those are chemtrails from the air force base. That's like 40 miles away from here. Those aren't real clouds. It's like when those I'd clouds, and it's like these, spiel. these like weird, they are, there's some weird clouds out. I mean, I'm in the desert. There's mountains all over. So it's no, but I'd love strange. to hear how you responded to I, it. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I just kind of like, Oh yeah. I just, I just like to hear what he says. I just kind of entertained pro- him. I just kind of probe him on, on these scenarios. Right, and yeah. Just him on. <laughs> Cause it's so, it's so interesting. And like, he's right, like when these right. clouds and he was explaining to me, it's like, it's not like, these big clouds is like these little streaks in the sky and it looks like it kind of looks like plain and honestly kind of looks like it like he has he has a UFO, point you a fool dude it, 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 it kind of looks like trails and full circle he he's like he's like yeah i get headaches when these chemtrails are out and i can tell when the clouds are from from the air and it's only in the morning he's like they 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 release them at night and people don't really notice them but i get i i notice them because i get headaches from it <laughs> Uh, that's crazy you say that because i was looking at different conspiracies before this and one of them was chemtrails from the things that they say that are yeah. like chemical things and scientists say they've kind of disproven that but yeah i, I, all, I i'm not i'm not all about. i'm not echoing this because i believe in it i just think it's hilarious just think it dude i yeah. think it's hilarious it's it's like it's like reading an onion article you know it's just it's just funny it's satirical dude, i mean he might not mean in- it satirically but yeah it's funny we live in a world, dude, where like onion articles aren't even getting cra- that crazy anymore. Like, yeah. onion, you know, onion, onion is kind of like reading CNN. A dude. Bit. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, fellas. I got to find Emma, my- Emma just oh, yeah. walked by. Emma just walked by and she was like, oh. <laughs> 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 You guys keep, carry on. I'll be hilarious. right back. I got to grab my charger. Sounds good. Dude, I, I was thinking about that. And like all those different um, news sites and news sources. Like, what the hell do they know? Who's the guy behind that, like, posting this? Like, yeah, let's just fucking post like something. Like, with who? What do you mean? With, with CNN, with all of those. Like, I'm not even trying oh, to be political both here. both of them suck. Both of them, 100%. Dude, it's yeah. terrible. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, oh. like, the news nowadays, like, who Dude. knows what the hell is the truth, what's fake? We have no idea. Fox, I, honestly, I get my news from Twitter for the most part. And if I think something's wrong, I'll be like, all right, I'll go check. Fox, check just, like... <laughs> Sway, swing, whatever. Yeah. But, dude, Fox and CNN are so fucked. Dude, it's so it's, bad. It's so terrible. Like, you could literally be like, hey, a school shooting happened. And CNN will say, 
hey, he had an AR and shot 15 kids, and Fox was like, Which one? Exactly. Oh, it's terrible. And so it makes no sense. Yeah. People say any shit these days. <laughs> I mean, we're we're a podcast. We we kind of put that out there as like, hey man, we, maybe we don't have all the information. But people put that out as like verbatim, like they post like Daily Mail, all these right. places like like you know, Ryan Reynolds you, is gay or something like you what? swing what? Relatively like, left. I, I'm more swinging right. I'm more right swinging. What just have for, we, what just have for we gotten story? into since I've been gone, fellas? We're talking. Holy <laughs> shit! What have we gotten Deal. into? Goodness. Are we still on the Deal. pod? Deal. Still on you the didn't need to say the pod. We we may have gone fucking like right wing Fox News we're, here. Nah, hey, come on, uh, what's that guy? We're an Aaron apolitical. Jones. We're an apolitical. Aaron Alex Jones. Jones. We're an apolitical podcast. We're an apolitical podcast. Yeah, I, yeah it just doesn't. It. I, I swing whatever way. Like um, that. There's a. Uh, Truth. Oh, sorry. To it. That there's a Is there an alien behind you? Yeah. Good. You got aliens I, behind you there? Yeah. Was, Area 51 behind yeah. them. Area Every, 51. <laughs> this, this, is, this is slowly Trump, becoming a back Trump, pocket podcast. Up. Sorry. Two seconds here. So I'm, the thing is, I'm having a friend come over. Oh. Um, and it, that's why I think it might have been a knock on the door, but. Oh, well, you better go check. Oh, yeah, there was a knock on my door. Tell it, yo, right. tell it, go join. Let's well, say, Zachary, we'll let you go there. You, you take care of, of, your, of your guests. and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up here one second. I'm just going to go answer the door real quick. Okay. okay. Yeah. One second, fellas. This kid is so you nice. He'll go. I'll go answer the door, but hop on. Such He's the best. It'll be interesting, Boone, to see the Except- fan reaction. To and I encourage you if you if you listen this long if you're the hour twenty two minute mark here of the Wake and Take podcast on conspiracy theory episode episode seventy eight first episode we've done really not talking any sports so it, it'll be interesting let us know what you think of this one let me know send us a DM on on our Wake and Take pod or or to my account whatever let us know what you think listeners because maybe we'll do some more of these I mean we're not going to turn into a conspiracy Is that what we're theory on seventy eight. Wow. Yeah, episode seventy-eight of, of the Wake and Take Pod. Shit. Yeah, feels like just yesterday. Yeah, and it feels like just yesterday. And Big do you think this is going to be the first of many conspiracy theorist podcasts going out? Here's what I'll say: be, Are you just going to see how the fans? We got to do a little more research. If it's <laughs> Here's what I'll say: I think this was a good <laughs> stepping stone to, to to next to further conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theory podcasts we do. But I think you were right, Boom. We might need to specify our our topic of of conversation next time and maybe have some more information about each one we talk about. Cause we definitely missed a lot of nuances of every for sure, topic for we sure. talked I, about I tonight, but very I think that's research. kind of fun. I think it's kind of fun. We'll see what the people have to say about it, but it's, this could be a, a future explore exploration for us fellows. Conspiracy ther- uh, was, theory Thursdays. What was super fun was talking about Epstein for yeah. what? How much you put it? We, yeah. Half hour, I think. Five minutes? It, it, minutes. it was at like twenty minutes, and when I said, or maybe twenty-eight minutes, something like that. Twenty-eight minutes, and you said, "Hey, we'll stop," and we kept going. Like, yeah, we went for, yeah. We for another few minutes. Five more stuff. minutes or whatever. Well, dude, that's yeah. a crazy yeah. thing. I I was told to watch the documentary. I was like, ah, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm just you go have that to. So that's so crazy. Yeah. Some of the stuff you were saying. So yeah. we might we might go, you know, 
next where you can talk about them. Okay, I got a proposal for us. I got a proposal for us. Something that that part of my take does and other other podcasts maybe as well that they stole it from, but uh, documentary review. What if we did that for our next podcast? We all watch documentaries. Mm. Every, we Ooh, we, we yeah. tell the fans about it beforehand. Hopefully they can watch it before we have the podcast and we just break down the documentary. We go through all the characters. I think a good one to start with would be The Mysteries of D.B. Cooper. It's on Netflix. I've already watched it. I think there's a, I think there is like three or four episodes. Uh, That's not the hotel one, is it? No, it's about the guy who hijacked the plane. In, uh, oh, in, out in the station again? The mystery, uh, D.B. Cooper is the guy's name. D.B. Cooper. Or the alias. Yep, yep. The, yep. Guy the guy. D.B. Cooper. Uh, I don't no, know he, he like was, buried he money. White. He yeah. buried money. So he hijacked a plane. Um, I think it was leaving from Washington. And this was kind of common in the 70s, I want to say it was. And he hijacked a plane, asked for like $300,000 ransom or something, $200,000. They it, it was crazy. They landed the plane, brought the money on board, took off again. It, it was like... It's an insane thing. Hijacking playing hijackings were crazy. BG would love this because he watches Prison Break, and one of the guys in Prison Break is DB Cooper. And there are no like, way. He's based off a real dude in Prison Break. Yeah, so they're like DB Cooper. Like, where's your where's the money? So BG would know who DB Cooper oh, is. Dude. So yeah, we all need to watch. Yeah. B- Beal, you said it's like an actual. It's documentary. on. It's on Netflix. It's a documentary, mm-hmm. and it's highlighting i want to say four it goes like through four different suspects like the four most common suspects and i think and there's one of them who i think has to be db cooper but it's four different people and their families uh most of the people who claim to be db cooper are already dead now but it's four different people who claim to be db cooper and their families have reasons okay this is why we think it actually was db it's It's on on netflix it's on netflix that sounds under what it's called the mysteries of DB Cooper is the documentary Under uh, documentaries. Yeah. Documentaries. Yeah. It's a uh, documentary of, I, I think, think it's four episodes or something like that. I'll oh, have to easy. Look it up. It, it, it's a very interesting thing. Found that out in a night. There's a, uh, there's a lot of oh, different yeah. <laughs> information. Cause there's so, I mean, there, it, it was the, like the story of the decade and people dedicate their whole lives to it. And I'll look it up. No, he, buried, he, he buried like millions in this forest. And really? yeah, it's yeah. Uh, that guy in Colorado, that forest in Colorado, in Utah or whatever those places. I think it's. I think it, I think was, it's like it was like it was like the West. Yeah, yeah, it's like, Port- it's like Portland, Seattle area, somewhere over there. I oh say. my gosh, I'm dude. basing it off Prison Break, which is. Have you seen Prison Break? No, dude, I never have. have. I heard it's amazing. Mm. I didn't know it was based off that true story. So he like meets a guy in prison, and it's this DB Cooper guy, and he's like. Yeah, I know. I know you fucking buried money. <laughs> like, where is it? So, yeah, and like the... It's this, like West Coast type shit. Yeah. I, I'm trying to find the forest. Because they I know took off from keep... Seattle, and they were flying. He, They landed the plane at one point, and they let all the passengers off, and it was just the pilot. he hijack it? He hijacked the plane, and he, he mm. called one of the stewardess over to him and like gave, gave her a note that said, like, I'm hijacking this plane. And then a list of demands. I want two hundred thousand dollars. They end up landing the plane at a different airport. All the passengers exit the plane. They bring the bag of money onto the plane. The pilots are still on, and one of the flight attendants, who was like the closest to DB Cooper, talked to him, sat next to him. All this thing, all all these things, and 
it, it, it's amazing to me that they ever let that plane take off again. Obviously, today that wouldn't happen, but hijackers yeah. in the 70s the years, were, it was a lot. Was. Yeah. yeah, in the 70s, it was a lot different. Hijackings were fairly common. I mean, it wasn't like an everyday thing, but it happened. And it wasn't as easy. I mean, it's not as easy now. Yeah, it was a lot easier back then to do that. But the fact that they let that plane take off again is mind-boggling to me (laughs) sitting here in 2021 looking back at something 50 years ago. But what they said he did is he got the $200,000 and then he parachuted off the plane into some forest. and With the money that he... With the money that he... Doug Gall's money. Yeah, it was just just a bag. It was a bag oh, of money. With, they they made purposely sure that they had no like extra straps on it or anything. It wasn't like something you could put over a shoulder. It didn't have a strap like that. It was just two. It was basically like a, just a duffel bag or whatever that he had. Just two straps. You put them together. A Nike duffel him. bag. Just yeah. on. I don't know. I've never heard. Yeah. I heard maybe of a treasure buried up out west like that. But um, I won't give anything else away. You... The documentary will explain it all. I think it'd be a good one for us to go into. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, fellas, I'm gonna I'm gonna get going here. Uh, it's a pleasure as always. Good to yeah. see you guys. Hey, well, let's Good call it right there. We'll be back next week. We'll see all of you on Tuesday. We're not gonna be talking conspiracies on Tuesday. Maybe Thursday we'll talk DB Cooper, but probably later on. Maybe we'll push it till after March Madness, or maybe maybe we'll do it in early March before March Madness. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this was an interesting pod, fellas. We'll see other listeners respond. See you guys all on Tuesday. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end that's right I hope you have the time of your life And still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good up and good times Tattoos of memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable In the end that's right I hope you have the time of your life
That was awesome, guys. That, that was, was awesome. That whistle part was really good. Thank that you. Was really good. My hand